0: Welcome back to the Tropical Winter Podcast. In this episode, I sat down to chat with Sarah Farrow, and it was just what I needed. Sarah is a passionate surfer and traveller. She shares openly about her time working in the Mentawai as a surf guide and the journey she went on to get there. In a season of lockdowns, restrictions, and homeschooling, taking some time out to reflect on the joys of travelling and surfing in the tropics was a real treat. I was so inspired by Sarah's sense of adventure. Her willingness to believe in herself to step into exciting, sometimes scary new situations and her positive, joyful vibe. Her story is a fantastic example of how when one door closes, often an even better door opens. Sarah shares some great advice about travelling in the tropics, which has helped me through some of my fears around feeling out of my depth over there. I really hope this episode will get you thinking about stepping into that next adventure in your own life.
1: Gotcha.
0: Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I can't hear you. Hang on. Oh,
1: That's all right. Oh yeah. I'll just see. I'm not muted.
0: Okay. Can you hear me now or can I? Can you speak? Yeah.
1: Can you
0: hear yeah. me? Yeah. I can hear you now. Awesome. Oh, my God. That was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the microphone's all good and it says pause or stop recording. So I guess that means that it's recording now.
1: Yeah, when I jumped on, it said uh, this meeting is being recorded. Fantastic!
0: Oh my gosh,
1: oh our computers
0: boy. at the moment because I've got two kids homeschooling. Oh wow! So yeah. I think what's happened is that my sons, you've been using my MacBook and has just kind of put all his stuff on there, and it's saying no, it's too full to save the file.
1: But anyway. Yeah. I just yeah. went and kicked
0: my other daughter off her Zoom meeting and we're away.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm just gonna sit where and turn the volume up a bit on these because you see yeah. it's a bit soft.
0: Okay. I might move this mic a bit closer too, just in case.
2: Yeah.
1: Hello? Can you hear me yeah. a bit better now? Yeah, I think that's volumes max, but I can
0: hear you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking some time to sit down and have a chat. I'm so excited to hear a little bit about you. Oh, um, thank
1: you. Yeah, I'm super excited to, yeah, to chat a bit more.
0: Yeah. So I guess um it, it was really interesting to get your um, recommended, well, you were recommended to me by a good friend um, who met you in the Mentowies, Mentowise. I don't ever know how to say it. How do you say it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I say the mental wise, but I
0: don't know either. Yeah. either. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and so Tina met you over there a few years ago now, I think. And um, yeah, when we were talking about the podcast, she recommended that you might be a really awesome person to talk to. Um, and so, how did you meet Tina, my friend Tina?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was um, like, oh, my gosh, we were surfing the most beautiful wave that day. But I just remember, um, yeah, I was in the mentor I was working as a surf guide. And I remember hearing these Australian chicks talking in the water. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll go up and have a chat with them. And, um, yeah, it was Tina and a couple of her friends. um, Yeah, they were staying at Aloita Resort. And I had my guests around surfing the wave in front of their resort. And, yeah, we just got chatting in the water um and yeah I was like man Tina's and her friends like I hope my friends and I are still doing surf trips uh, like chick surf trips in years to come because they were yeah they just had a real nice energy in the water they were having heaps of fun and um yeah really yeah yeah
0: nice oh that's so awesome yeah I know um Tina's dreaming of coming back to Aloita and doing more trips in the ments. I don't know um many people who are as Passionate about traveling and surfing as her. Um, yeah. 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 And she and that they're still doing it into their like, I mean, Tina just turned 50 and a few of the other girls as well. So, you know, it's super inspiring to see, isn't
1: it? It's so inspiring. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when they were in the Mental Eyes, they were over there for um one of their friends' 50ths. I'm pretty sure that was their like. Yeah, yeah, that would be right. Their, their birthday party and I was yeah. like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so have cool. I have my 50s. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, really cool. So um, I guess I just, yeah, really, I'm really interested to know about the journey that you've been on with your surfing to get to the point where you're guiding and surf guiding over in Indo. Um, I've done a few trips overseas and can kind of been a guest of surf guides from different resorts. Um, never any female ones and I guess I'm just really interested in your journey of surfing and how that all has led to I mean where you were when you met Tina but also where you're up to now.
1: Yeah yeah it's um I think I just got super lucky to be honest Eve like as you know I think when you start surfing um you become really like passionate about it and Mm -hmm. um yeah I grew up surfing a spot that probably no one's heard of. It's um, called Tannum Sands, which is this tiny little um, place just south of Gladstone, and we only got waves when there was, like, a cyclone as well. So Yeah, because that's like,
0: very north.
1: Yeah, very north, like northern. Yeah. yeah, so that's where I went to school and that's where I learned to surf. Um, and, yeah, I was um, in the surf club up there. Like, I did nippers and yep. started standing up on my, uh, my clubby board or like my nipper board and then yeah dad had always been a keen surfer so when he saw my brother and I were trying to surf on our nipper board yeah you know, he took us out on um yeah on a fiberglass board and yeah after that we were just hooked we used to spend our weekends at Agnes and uh, Agnes Water and yeah sort of surf more like long boards um yeah started, just because the waves were like yellow and cruisy. it's yeah, a really and, nice yeah, little point I, up there hey Oh, yeah, the point's beautiful, like mm. a really nice little right-hander. It's, it's actually like a perfect place to learn.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, and then when I was 17 I moved to the Gold Coast to study uni, um, yep. so I studied physiotherapy, and that was when I started surfing, like, more consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I guess to get to surf, gosh, I yeah, I studied physio for five years and then I'd been working, um, like, in a hospital for... Um, like seven years and I was um, due for some long service leave and I'd always done some trips, um, yeah, like with my annual leave, like two weeks here and there. Like,
0: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, you know, did you do a lot of trips in the tropics and things like that before you made the decision to sort of look at it as an option for you or?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I did. I did um, oh, heaps of travel through like Southeast Asia and Sri Lanka, awesome. Um, Maldives uh, but I'd never spent a solid um, actually I did Southeast Asia for uh, about four months yeah that was a mix of like surfing and backpacking and Mm. um, traveling around and I'd always like wanted to I'd always kind of had this dream of like living overseas for a while Mm -hmm. and like a lot of my friends have done like the UK and it just didn't really like resonate with me yeah Um, and I knew of a couple of people who had worked overseas as surf guides and that really like was something that I found super inspiring but I had no idea like how to even go about something like that yeah Um, so yeah like when my long service leave was coming up I um I started to of seriously about it and I just jumped a line and Started emailing a few places. I, um, yep. I got my level one like, surf instructor certificate just so I kind of had that up my sleeve. I had worked as a lifeguard like previously when I was at uni and stuff. So
0: yeah. Few, well, but did you feel, yeah, yeah, you felt fairly confident with like I guess your ability and your, you know, um, I don't know because that's what I'd be nervous about. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like going to these new places and taking people out there. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's quite challenging to the average person, but I guess when I think about the fact that you've been surfing since you were quite young and then you had this lifeguarding kind of experience, that would have been beneficial as well, I suppose.
1: Yeah, definitely, but I was still super nervous that I wasn't a good enough surfer or have the ability to then be taking people, um, yeah, out in these breaks that like I hadn't surfed before yeah so yeah like I'd done a lot of surfing overseas myself but I've never I guess been responsible for um yeah taking other people um surfing so yeah no I definitely had doubts whether I was a good enough surfer to to do it but I guess I just didn't let that um stop me and yeah I was like look if it's meant to be like it'll it'll happen and yeah so I sent yeah I love that summer in Europe and Mm -hmm. I just sent like a email of interest to like a heap of different places and i didn't hear much back from a lot of them um and yeah i'd sort of actually like kind of forgotten about it to be honest and i was traveling through south america at the time on my long service leave oh and, right okay uh, yeah so i planned to do a bit of a trip i was um i had a like brazilian boyfriend at the time and mm-hmm. we were i was staying in brazil and yeah it's really, um, I guess, ironic the timing, but like we actually broke up in Brazil and the same oh. day we broke up, I got an email back from Aware Resort in the eyes, which I'd actually forgotten that I had applied. Oh, my um, I God. I was available to surf guide and could I, was I available for the whole season, like April to September? Oh, my and God. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's like exactly. one door closes, another one opens yeah, in the same was exactly day.
0: exactly what it was, <laughs> the same
1: day. I was like, wow, okay, I think this is a sign that I should really be um, following this. Oh, yeah. This, so. like, yeah, yeah and like,
0: what a great thing to happen, like, just to get you over that line of like, well, because if you were still with that guy or if things were going well there, you know, things might have turned out differently.
1: Yeah. yeah Crazy. Yeah, yeah so... It was crazy. I was pretty nervous though, because I mean, I think I got the email in like February and Mm -hmm. they wanted me to start in April. So that's, I was like, okay, I'll just spend a few months um, like while I'm in South America doing some travel. And yeah, so I traveled through South America for a while and then I moved from Brazil to the Mentor's, which I'd never been I had always it was like a dream destination for me yep. but it had just been like super expensive and yeah um, okay. yeah that like, had been the biggest deterrent so to be oh. able to go there and, work
0: and to work, and work
1: yeah and spend like six months there was amazing absolute dream but yeah like you said Eve like rocking up there I didn't know anyone I didn't know yeah. the owners of the resort I'd never surfed the waves like I'd seen so many photos and footage of the ments that looked pretty gnarly
0: yeah. Um, yeah
1: yeah I was pretty nervous but um uh, as soon as I got there like I met um yeah the owner and the um manager of the resort mm-hmm. um, like the Spanish couple absolutely like beautiful just like welcomed me in um the Indonesian people are just super friendly all the stuff yeah. were amazing and yeah, it just felt like homely and, um, yeah, it was incredible how quickly I became confident in those waves, surfing the same waves all the time.
0: Yeah. I've had that same, similar. Well, obviously, I mean, stepping out of the comfort zone like that is just so inspiring to me. But um, I find whenever I'm in the tropics or, you know, Indo or even um We went to PNG recently. Well, not that recently. It's been COVID, but that was the most recent thing we did. But, yeah, I just find surfing those kind of mechanical waves, warm water, you really do progress so quickly compared to maybe like beach breaks and things around on the east coast here. So, yeah, I can imagine like you could get there and sort of start working things out, you know, and give yourself a bit of time, but, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like that yeah. that sort of holiday scenario, you come back and you've just surfed so much and had so many opportunities that your progression just goes kind of through the roof.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you hit the nail nail on the head, I think, because the waves there are just so mechanical. Like mm. beach breaks are so ever changing. Whereas I mean, these waves do change a little bit, like depending yeah. on the swell and the wind, but because they break on reef, like it's literally just like a playground. You just have these beautiful walls in front of you and, um, yeah, I mean, the wave count, like even as a surf guide, like, you know, letting prioritising guests getting the wave, like you wave yeah. count each time it's just huge and every wave just has the most beautiful wall in front of it and, yeah, you really get to refine your surfing.
0: And yeah, get to enjoy all the best parts of it too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. you're making me want to go.
1: <laughs> oh, <me> too. <laughs>
0: oh. So you were working in the mints for a
1: while, were you? Or yeah, I did um about six months. I, I arrived there in April, which was mm-hmm. really nice. Um the swells like weren't super huge, so I got a bit of time to Yeah, just get used to the conditions, get used to the different breaks. Um, And the resort was a little bit quieter then as well. So, um, yeah, it was nice just to have like a small boatload of guests. And then it built up to like, yeah, the peak season. And then, yeah, I left in September. Um, So, yeah, I had basically six months living on a little white sandy island with no roads, no cars, no shops. Wow. um, yeah, really simple life, and it was by far like the most incredible experience I have ever had in my life. It was yeah. Oh, it sounds pretty yeah. amazing, amazing. How happy you are when everything's so simple, like yeah, yeah. Really well. There's nothing to spend money on. Absolutely. Like, I, didn't money, I didn't spend money either. Yeah. Um, everything's just really simplified, and um, yeah. it's such a beautiful way to live. And you're around people on holiday. <laughs> everyone's yeah so actually I do have a question about that
0: (laughs) so as far as surf guiding I always always find it interesting um we've been on a couple of trips where we've had a guide from the resort that takes us has taken us around and things like that and I always I like to put myself in other people's shoes and wonder what their life is like and so as a surf guide could you tell me what what are some of the best things about being a surf guide but are there any bad things about being a surf guide like if I'm gonna go to a resort what sort of attitude should I be coming in with that's gonna help me to have a great relationship with my surf guide
1: (laughs) I think the best thing there's so many best things but like meeting people from all around the world that was Mm. pretty cool like people from like landlocked countries yeah Um, that was amazing um and just seeing how stoked they get like we get to I I guess I got to surf these waves every day but just seeing how stoked people get when they arrive when they see the waves um yeah they were just frothing and Mm -hmm. um I think one of the hard things or one of the more challenging things had really bad cravings for just like Cheese and olives and like wine, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, okay,
1: <laughs> so the same diet, which is delicious, but yeah, um, yeah, a lot of lots of food rice and that I chicken that fine in Indonesia, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, probably one of the other hard things, it's not hard at all, but I did find myself one day in the water being like, I think I've had too much time in the surf and in the sun today, right, um, and like almost about to complain that I was surfing too much, but yep. I <laughs> Yeah, like just
0: good. just the body cooked. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But oh. um, no, I think it's just so nice seeing how excited people are when they arrive, and yeah. especially when they put their trust in you to like, yeah, sort of chat about, about what kind of waves they want to surf. Yeah, like the big thing for me coming over there was realizing that not everyone wants to go and surf like eight foot hollow barrels. Like, yeah. Like that's, fun waves, waves they can practice turns on. Yep, So yep. That was actually really cool to know that, Um, yeah, it actually was really nice to be able to take people to waves. That um, would suit their, their ability. ability. To have fun and really mm. like, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that's something that I guess has sort of held me back a little bit with sometimes with travel because I, I think, oh, if I go to somewhere like the men's, like I'm really not at the ability level to be surfing like massive barreling waves over shallow reef, but I do want to still have that awesome tropical experience and those consistent waves. And, yeah, I just always think, oh, am I going to feel like I need to surf waves that are outside of my comfort zone? So it's really good to hear that, like, as a surf guide, you get people through all the time that are at different levels of ability and that's, I guess, part of your job when you're the surf guide.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was one thing I learned when I got there. I, I think I had it in my head, exactly what you said, Eve, like everyone is going to be wanting to charge these massive barrels. Yeah. But um, it was really, um, yeah, chatting to the guests when they arrived about like, yeah, what their expectations were and what kind of waves they want to surf. And, yeah. Um, but also being able to push them a little bit as well, like once mm. they're sort of in the water and Yeah, being able to sort of help them read the waves and encourage them on, yeah, maybe slightly bigger waves than what they would um, comfortably paddle for. Like that was really nice as well. Yeah, Um, that sounds awesome. We actually were doing, I was doing beginner surf lessons as well as part of my role there. So we had like, um, it was actually the wave I saw Tina at. um, Oh, yeah. yeah, it's um, on high tide. Like it, it's it's challenging, but it's still quite a mellow wave. And um, yeah, I was I had a few people that I took around on their own phone. Yeah, we were doing complete beginner surf lessons in the mets. So yeah, amazing. Um, it's kind of like anywhere else. Like, there's so many different reefs. There's so many different waves. Um, and yeah, depending on the swell and the conditions, um, you can get waves for all all levels, all abilities.
0: Yeah, that's so, that's so good to hear because I know um, there's probably going to be some women listening that are sort of feeling like me, like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that sort of setup. I don't know if I'm ready for that sort of condition, but it looks amazing. And so it's good to know that, you know, just because you pay all this money and go to this great destination, you, you know, you're not necessarily going to be left sitting on the beach while there's pumping barrels out the back and everyone's getting tubes and you're just there, like crying because that's what I yeah. would be doing.
1: <laughs> I must say actually when it was pumping, it was actually really cool just to watch from the boat. Like there, yeah. were, there were days that I didn't go out but yeah. I took guests out to the break and like sat in the boat taking photos and watching. Yeah. And it was like mind-blowing. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, even on those days, like we could go around to some of the other breaks that were, um, yeah, not copying as much of the swell or were yeah. manageable. Yeah. And then you've got your season, and you as well. can kind of
0: build up too, I guess. Like throughout the trip, you get a bit more confident and feeling good, yeah. and yeah, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Well. Um, Yeah, so I guess I just wanted to ask, as someone who's, um, you know, spent a lot of time over there in the tropics and kind of an insider aspect of travelling in the tropics, what would be some tips or advice that you would give to women that are travelling for
1: surf? Um, Oh, what advice would I give? I think, um, so, for example, places like the Ments. Um, like I had always seen photos and just thought, like again, it was out of my league. Hmm. Um, and when I got there, I realised that that's far from the case. And I think I spent you know that time is such there. a relief to um, me. That makes me feel so much better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so I think just like chatting to other people that have been there is a really valuable one I think yeah um and also looking at your seasons as well like there's times of year there's times of year where the ments is like almost flat um so like looking at traveling you know if you're not after those huge swells which let's be real like most of us aren't yeah (laughs) um like looking at going in the shoulder season is really nice as well because you get um, like really beautiful fun waves, really light winds, and the yeah. crowds are a lot um, a lot less than two. Um, nice. So yeah, shoulder seasons are really nice over there. Mm-hmm. Um, another big piece of advice: I was always scared to like travel solo as like on a surf trip. Yeah, only because I know in Australia like. I love surfing by myself, but I have so much more fun when, like, I surf with my friends. Yeah. For me, that's <laughs> just, like, the best. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, if I had had that idea, I would have missed out on a lot of, like, really cool surf trips um, because, like, my holidays are a little bit different to my friends. And Yeah. Um, yeah I think, like, going to the Ments by myself and not knowing anyone was, like, pretty scary, mm. uh, but I think when you share that passion and that love for surfing, um, you're always going to have that common ground with other people over there doing the same thing and yeah. you're always going to be connected by that, um, yeah, that love for the ocean and that froth for surfing. So it might seem like daunting and intimidating at the start, but as soon as you get there, I feel like that all disappears. And, um, yeah, I made some incredible friendships while I was over there, met some incredible people like your fr- like Tina, um, <laughs> just through really, like chatting to people in the water and, um, yeah, so I'd say don't be afraid to go at it alone as well.
0: Yeah, that's such good advice because I think that, um, yeah, people do get held back by that sort of fear of the conditions but also that fear of going by themselves not knowing anyone and I guess yeah I mean I'm finding from having this podcast that surfing is such a great connector I think like all surfers love to talk about surfing and trips and waves (laughs) (laughs) you can almost like smell someone around and they might want (laughs) to surf chat so yeah awesome advice so good so um Since you've been in the MENS and you're now back, what's happening with you now? What are you up to these days?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I was actually, so I did the season in 2019. Yeah, um,
0: lucky, like right before everything went bananas.
1: Honestly, so lucky. But I was actually um, meant to go over there and do the same thing in 2020. Yeah. Um, And so I came back in 2019 and I just got some casual work as a physio didn't want to like lock anything permanently in because, yeah, in March I was going to go over and do the same thing. Yeah. And actually 2020 we were starting the season with this women's empowerment empowerment retreat, um, which was like I was super excited for that. We had, um, yeah, like a motivational speaker. Um, Sarah Lee came from Hawaii to do the photography, I had a yoga teacher and, um, yeah, Yvonne from Elite Surf Coaching was running it. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so I flew over there in March of 2020, and COVID was a very small little whisper. That yeah, we just heard of, and um, yeah, so we got there and we started this retreat, and you're pretty disconnected and isolated in the men's. Like we have yeah. Wi-Fi, but you know you're not checking the news.
0: Yeah, anymore. yeah, of course, We're
1: yeah. What's going on? And. Um, yeah, I was meant to be there for six months and I got, uh, I think, seven or eight days into this retreat. And I remember picking up my phone one day and I had a message like from a few of my friends, but then from my mum and dad. And yeah. they were like, Sarah, like, you need to come home. Like, it's stuff's getting pretty real. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was shutting down. And yeah, yeah, like where I was in the Ments is like two days travel to the yeah. nearest, like, international airport so yeah it was a pretty like tough decision because yeah I could have stayed there. Um,
0: Yeah and like we had a friend in Sumatra at the time who was kind of Mm. just on that borderline of like do I come home or do I stay and he was just really struggling with like a lot of misinformation like he couldn't really get the straight story over there and like a yeah. lot of people just didn't know what was going on. And yeah, he was it was the same thing. Like it's like two days boat trip and then yeah. like little flight and yeah. big flight. So yeah, yeah it must and have been a really hard decision to sift through like what's actually going on here.
1: Yeah, it, was, it yeah. was because um yeah, we didn't know the extent of COVID back then.
0: Yeah, of course not. No.
1: Like you're living in paradise, you're so isolated to yeah. what is going on in the rest of the world and yeah, like, like I had the offer to stay at the resort for as long as like I needed, basically. Yeah, and um, really tough decision. But I think just because yeah, I don't know, living in Australia and knowing the healthcare system here and yeah. working in house, I
0: and when know, Mum and Dad say, "Come on,"
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mum and Dad were like, "Come on, you need to come home." I was yeah, like, oh, all, all, know, all
2: home? right.
1: <laughs> um yeah so I was pretty lucky I got on the last Qantas flight um home from Jakarta
0: wow and,
1: okay. yeah got in before hotel quarantine so
0: yeah yeah
1: I at home or quarantine at home yeah but, uh, yeah so a long winded answer to your question but no I it's, it's- um I wasn't planning to be back like so soon in 2020 and um yeah, I, again, I got a little bit of casual work, um, but then we went into pretty bad lockdown and mm. I actually went on the dole for a month. Yeah. Like um, job seeker, job seeker. Like as a physio, which for yeah. me is so bizarre. Um, yeah. And then yeah, finally got back into the workforce and now I actually have like my dream job. I work for a non-for-profit organisation Called Waves of Wellness, and we run six and eight week surf therapy programs. Oh, um, fantastic. So I started working for them late last year. um, Yeah, doing mental health surf therapy programs in Kingscliff. And yeah, I've just started running them up on the Gold Coast here at Kira. So um, yeah, three days a week, and it's super rewarding work. Yeah. It's just being able to combine my love for the ocean and surfing, and yeah, I guess health background and being able to share that with um, people who really need it and seeing the impact that it has is super rewarding stuff. So, um, yeah. Oh,
0: wow. That's so cool. I I just really love how, you know, there's in um, your story so far, there's been, you know, these kind of moments of like, oh, I broke up with the boyfriend, but then, and then COVID, but then, you know, and it's just, you know, I think it's just, (laughs) the sort of story that people need to hear at the moment you know like um yeah yeah, things can be happening and then yeah if you're willing and open and you know got got a bit of courage like you've shown throughout your story so far that these amazing things can happen and I'm just stoked for you that sounds just so good that you're in that position Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: it's it is it's it's super it's super rewarding and I think, um, I think in the last few years I've just sort of been a big believer in I think like what's meant to be will be. And yeah. even though I was so disappointed last year about, um, yeah, not getting to spend that time in Indonesia, um, coming back and actually like being in a job that I'm really passionate about mm. here. I mean that's kind of why I left Australia um, on long service leave anyway because I was feeling pretty like flat in my profession and just yep. sort of searching for something more yep. and yeah it's not sure like what direction to take and yeah since I left and and did that and did that work in the mants and yeah came back and kind of stepped into this job now yeah I've just found that I've been so much more like fulfilled and feel more alive and yeah it's just so, feel good. Like so
0: yeah I'm a bit the same at the moment I think um you know, with the way the world is at the moment, a lot of people are kind of thinking again about how they spend their time and what their careers are like. And yeah, I'm in a bit of one one of those sort of working things out periods too. And that's kind of where this podcast has come from, because I mean, last year and the year before, I probably wouldn't have had time to even think about doing something like this. So yeah, just, just crazy some of the things that are coming out of COVID.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, it's been a massive, like, upheaval and...
0: Yeah, oh, totally.
1: Um, yeah, but you're right, there's been a lot of time to reflect and, yeah, kind of follow those, like, passion projects and... Yeah. Um, yeah, it must be awesome for the, um, all the people that you're meeting through doing your podcast as well. Yeah, it's been great.
0: It's just so fun to chat to people and get to know them and, <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah I just feel like every time I hear someone else's story that involves surfing I just take so much away from it yeah. um yeah I can just relate so much and yeah learning a lot actually I do have one question I'm terrified of coral
1: oh yeah <laughs> yeah
0: so like I'm okay with surfing reefs with like rocky kind of reefs which is sort of what I'm used to here and I'm yeah. I have surfed over coral a couple of times, but I think you know, when the because the water's so clear, it feels like it's right there.
1: It looks D- so close.
0: It yeah. looks so close. Do you just not look at it?
1: Is that the trick? Oh, look, I don't I don't know if I have any advice for this. It's like I
0: you just have to get over it and just go and realize it's not
1: that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's beautiful to look at. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I know like there are a couple of surfs. Um, that I had where it was just so glassy that even when you were surfing the wave you could barely see like the lip or the top of the wave it was just yeah
0: so I've had amazing. that before
1: just like magnifying the coral it was so beautiful it's like a fish tank hey it's like it's like surfing in a fish tank yeah <laughs> um, it really is. But I think, like, oh, those takeoffs can be really scary where you're paddling in. Yeah. Looking down, I just really like, don't want to cut myself. Yeah. yeah. There's and hot, I have. Yeah. Now, so I'll tell you a funny story. There's actually this wave, like, right out the front of the resort called Suicide. So, obviously, not named. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a fun wave. And I was so, like, it was a right hander, and I'm a goofy footer. So, it was, like, pretty fast. Um, I'm pretty scared of this wave because literally, like when you're surfing it, you kind of have to turn around, like the bommies. There's a few like coral bommies that are. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. That's my worst yeah. nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I was like out there, like it was like maybe my second surf out there, with the odor of the resort, and he was like, you know, helping me to build up my confidence out there. And this, mm, um, yeah, actually, yeah. the sets were the better ones to catch because they broke a little bit wider of the. Roof. Yeah,
0: and more water. Yeah.
1: Yeah, had more water and he was like, all right, Sarah, this is your wave, like this is yours, go, go, go. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And anyway, I went and I was a little bit too deep and I didn't make it and I had to straighten out and, oh. yeah, it just felt like a starfish. But I got a few, like I just kind of, I wouldn't say bounce along the reef, but I tapped it a few times. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a couple of little nicks on myself, but um yeah I don't know. I think it's it's just one of those things. I guess it's like one of the risks you take when you surf over reef. but mm. I think if you surf like within your ability and waves you're comfortable with and yeah um, yeah if you if you make it, you pop up and pop off into a deep channel and yeah that's right.
0: And you're not no, getting them on the head yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. I guess like when I think about what I used to be scared of, and now I'm not, I just think, oh, maybe in a couple, like a year or two, or maybe even just with some experience surfing over more coral reef, I'll just yeah. get more comfortable with it, do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. Just, yeah. I it, yeah, I think you get used to it. And I think like surfing over deeper reefs, like a lot of the waves that we surfed, like they they weren't really that shallow. Yeah. Um, like you, you could kind of stand up and and touch the bottom at, at most parts of them and they'd be yeah. like head hot or deeper. So. Yeah, you just learn to fall really shallow. Yeah,
0: because uh, I, I, I surfed at a place called Scar Reef over there, a bit like Suicide's, like yeah. not a great yeah. name. I love <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they call these places these names? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah I, and I just, um, you know, it was only like three foot and uh, fine for me to surf, but I realised that I was staying on the way for too long. And I ended up like just on this patch of reef that was like ankle deep and just having to kind of scurry under waves and, oh, it's just rattled yeah. me. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah.
0: that was my reef experience. But I was fine actually. Like I didn't even get hurt. It just got in my head I think.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I think it's a pretty common one. And, um, mm. yeah, I think just um, more like it's like anything, I guess, more like practice with yeah. it and more exposure to it and, it becomes less intimidating, I guess. Yeah, normalise, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you probably will, will get the odd nick and brief, but it's pretty, um, yeah. It's pretty,
0: pretty standard, standard practice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, you have a beautiful swimwear line.
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, thank you.
0: I've just um, been drooling yeah. over them.
1: Oh, thanks. And trying yeah. to work out when
0: I'm going to need to wear swimwear again and take off my 4-3 yes. steamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's summer. <laughs>
2: hopefully um, soon, yeah. Hopefully, yeah soon. hopefully soon, yeah.
0: So where did that come from and what was the idea yeah, behind that? That,
1: I get, that idea was kind of born out of um, just surfing for so many years and finding it really hard to find um swimwear that looked nice and was also practical for surfing. Yeah. And um yeah, I found a few like different brands that I liked, like parts of them, but not the whole like the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I just started like kind of one day, like yeah, a few of my own like designs and just Mm -hmm. kind of had this idea of um yeah just kind of creating my own styles that were specifically designed for surfing. And I realised once I started, like, drawing them and it was one of those things where, like, everything just started to, like, kind of fall into place and it it got me really excited. And, um, yeah, to the point where, like, I I guess when you start telling people your idea and then people offer you, like, oh, I had a friend that did this and they used um, this fabric that's made from recycled ocean waste. And I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And then I have a friend who's, like, a beautiful, like, um, graphic designer and her dream is to have her prints on swimwear and, yeah, I just yeah. Having,
0: so that that just sort of snowball sort of thing. Yeah, the snowball yeah,
1: sample. yeah. I was spending a lot of time in um, Indonesia and um, Bali more so, and yeah, I kind of took my designs to a manufacturer. I met with a few different manufacturers over there, and yeah, um, yeah, just got a few samples made, made up, and um, yeah, I started like I got the samples and I tried them in the water, and I was like, oh, are these actually like really work like they really stay on and yeah. um yeah just one thing kind of led to another and um yeah I got some some products made and created a website and um yeah started my own little swimwear company salty sparrow bikinis so yeah it's it's been um it's been actually like a long process the whole the whole process in yeah. quite a few
0: I can imagine um,
1: and a lot of, like, trial and error with the designs yeah. um, to try and get them, yeah, to get them right. But, yeah, yeah like, it's something that I'm, um, yeah, I'm really proud of. Like, it was um, a little, I guess, passion project and a little, like, dream that I had. And, um, yeah, it was really nice to to bring it to fruition and um, to be able to do it all sort of ethically and sustainably was really important to me. Um, yeah, as soon as I heard of this company that made um, fabric out of like regenerated ocean waste and ghost fishing nets, and yeah, it just sounded like yeah, what I what I needed to be doing. So,
0: oh, that's amazing, Sarah, and they're absolutely beautiful. They're so Aww, lovely. I'm going to be ordering you. a pair.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, they <laughs> so gorgeous. I know Tina's got
0: a full collection.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah, she was like um, my bikini company's biggest fan. She yeah. <laughs> It was pretty cool the immense because I got to, like, I took quite a few over with me and I had them at the resort, but I got yeah. to, like, really test them out. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They held up really well and they lasted. Like, they were getting used, like, every day. And, yeah, they last. Like, the quality was, I was really impressed. Like, yeah. There you
0: go. Fully, fully tested. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> they had a hard <laughs> life.
0: So I know you've got to head off soon, so I'll just finish off with um, my favourite part of the podcast, which is a little progression session. Um, I've seen some photos of you and your surfing is absolutely amazing. So I feel a bit weird even asking you these questions, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) And so in the progression session, I guess it's the idea is that um, just kind of have a chat about what you're enjoying about your surfing right now and what you want to work on. Um, just moving forward, just with your own progression, I cannot help you because you are already light years ahead of me. But it would just be really nice to hear from someone like you who's quite confident and has a great surfing ability about what you're actually thinking about with your surfing now. So what is it that you're enjoying about it now? What What do you think is going really well?
1: Um, I, at the moment, I'm really enjoying, like, since I've been back in Australia, riding, um I used to ride, like, high-performance boards. Yeah. I um, used to do, like, a few competitions when I was younger and um, I've kind of had a bit more of a shift, like, in the last couple of years to riding, like, more twin fin boards. And yeah, right. I just really like that they draw the line on the wave and I feel like surfing a twin fin and a long board really suits my personality. Like, it's <laughs> really cruisy and flowy and there's no, like, I don't know, I don't feel this pressure, like hack a wave apart it's just you can just they just draw a beautiful line on the wave and I don't even feel the need to you know you can do really nice like carvey flowy turns
0: yeah absolutely I mean you look at Steph on a 20 amazing
1: (laughs) surfing is like my yeah dream (laughs) yeah yeah so I guess I'm just loving I guess not taking surfing so seriously I just yeah Yeah. just create a bit more it's um, just surfing boards that allow me to have fun and. Yeah. yeah, and
0: suit so the conditions sometimes, I guess, too.
1: Yeah. 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 And same on the longboard. Like it can be super, super tiny, and I take the long, longboard out and, yeah, just have so much fun. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. And that's great to hear because sometimes I guess I am at that point where I'm trying to work the shortboard out and. Yeah, sometimes I really get in my head about it and then just taking out a different board, relaxing and enjoying just cruising a bit is pr- pretty much exactly what I need sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really good to hear that other people are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what about your progression with surfing? Is there anything that you really want to improve or that you're working on? Or,
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, definitely want to improve on slash learn how to barrel ride yeah. <laughs> yep. um, you know like I've been surfing oh, for like over 20 years and yeah. um until I went Gee, to the men's 20. I had never been <laughs> and everyone was like laughing at me like how can you never be barreled like see Sarah I just think and, it's amazing
0: then, that you've gone to go and do your surf coaching thing and like happily just going "Oh, yeah, I've never been barreled but I'm gonna make this happen it's gonna
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so good. And, um, yeah, like there was this wave um, called telescopes, and yeah, I know, it's yeah. pretty much like it, it should be the easiest wave to get a barrel. Yeah, in the sense that like it, you just take off if you hold a nice line, it pretty much barrels over. It's you. doing it's, the work for uh, you <laughs> anyway, and you just get spat out into the channel. Smile, hooray! Like,
0: yeah, smile you know, for the camera. Claim. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like they made it look so easy and I was out there trying to like like draw this right line and I was getting lips to the head lips in the ear I was like yeah just it was just not coming together for me and yeah eventually on what this one day I I don't know I think I kind of flipped it but I was yeah in the right position I kind of put my hand in the face of the wave to kind of pull me in a bit closer. yeah. Well,
0: I don't exactly, think you fluked yeah. it. I think you probably did all the work you needed to do to get to that point.
1: <laughs> I copped a lot of flogging. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah.
0: I'm sad oh, that no. that happened to you, but that's really inspiring for the rest of us.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't I've been able to like replicate that since I've come back to Australia. So, okay. Yeah, my progression is trying to, um, yeah, learning how to to ride a barrel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just to position yourself and all
1: yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I think I always tend to, like, race away from, like, the fast, like, the pocket of the wave to try yeah. and get the shoulder and do a turn. And, yeah, I think I need to, yeah, learn how to slow down and stall a bit and because it's an it's an amazing feeling when it happens. It hasn't happened to me often, but yes, yeah. pretty. I see where everyone gets pretty stoked on it. It's awesome.
0: So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've only ever been, like, accidentally Eat, about to eat it on a closeout that hasn't closed out, and that's been a barrel. Like, <laughs> people on the beach are like, oh, "You just got barrel." I'm like, "Really?" My eyes were closed. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> hey, but if you, start, you
1: yeah, if you open your eyes, you've probably got a bit of vision. <laughs> probably, I could have.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll just have to pin my eyes open every time I go yeah. for a closeout. <laughs> oh that's really exciting so what's the plan are you gonna I mean obviously conditions have a lot of say in whether you are or aren't going to get barreled so have you got any ideas about how you're going to work on this (laughs) dream
2: no none
0: none (laughs) look for barrels paddle for barrels
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah if I see the section that looks like it might be kind of barreling yeah. Just try yeah. and get in it instead of running
0: away from it. Yeah. It's funny because we went, Um, I, I told you that we went up to the HBC. Oh, man, it was only last week. It feels like so long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was such yeah. a cool awesome. trip. Good timing, um, I know. We came home literally into lockdown that night. It was crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah they were, t- like, I, was, I went up there with the intention of working on cutbacks and just, rem- like, Probably. And yeah, when you said about barrel riding that you kind of take off and just want to get to the shoulder and do a turn, that's what made me think of this. Like I kind of take off and I'm so excited that I'm up and heading out to the shoulder of the wave that they're telling me, right, turn your whole head and look back at the whitewash. Whereas I think for my whole like progression so far, I've been trying to get away from the whitewash and get out onto the face of the wave and, like, do some wiggles and stuff.
1: Yeah, and so yeah. to
0: do a cutback and to turn back into the whitewash feels really kind of like, you know, like the wrong thing to do, but it, it's actually what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's funny with your barrel riding a similar thing. Like, I'm kind of trying to get to that shoulder, but then to get the barrel you might have to sacrifice yourself a few times again yeah. like we did
1: over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut back and Yeah, I'm the same. I love doing, like, cutbacks and turns. So it's, yeah, it, it just seems like a waste of a wave if you don't make it. I think that's why I'm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. it. Yeah. I've been told by a few people I need to start falling off more because I'm, like, just, you know, playing it safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's almost been an hour, and I know you've got to head off soon, but it's been so, so lovely to chat to you, and um, I just find your story really inspiring, and I hope that people listening are going to be kind of maybe even pushed over the edge of booking that kind of tropical trip once everything opens up, just after hearing your kind of take on things over there. Yeah, yeah, so just I oh, just want to thank you so much for giving out some time. And you know, there's plenty of barrels down here on the south coast. If you ever want to come on a trip, you're most welcome to head down this way. I know we'd all be happy to hang out and get to know you even oh, more. I would
1: love to. Um yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 No, thanks so much. It's been so nice chatting. And it's like it's so nice for me to um, whilst not being able to travel to tropical places at the moment, to be able to reflect on them and chat about them and relive yeah. them. And, is super special so yeah you've
0: yeah. definitely got me um yeah thinking again about where's the next place to go
1: yeah yeah. Uh, so many so many destinations gosh I mm. think once travel opens up where um our surfers are going to be out of here
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> oh that's so cool all right well I'm gonna stop the recording but thank you so much again
1: yeah you're welcome it's been <laughs> awesome <laughs>